captain of Ingog. Akiva's faces his job in GOG with Keeve and Ellie and Zooey. Hey fam, welcome back to New Girl Old Guy for season four, episode 12, Shark. I don't know I did that. Uh, my name, I'm neither the new girl nor the old guy. My name is Allie, and I am here with Akiva Winokur. Akiva, how are you? I'm great. You know, you kept great. the secret. Great. Whoa. I'm really bad. Actually, I'm bad. I, I had a really bad day. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, yeah, it's not interesting, but I, I got home at 10 o'clock at night. Completely wasted my night. You ever get home late, and you have to get up early in the morning, and you think to yourself, like, what is my life? Like, what, what am I doing? Uh, there's nothing fun. Can't, like, do anything for yourself or watch a show or talk to anybody. It's like, all right. Like, yeah, Kiva, went to work, I experienced that a lot. Go, go right back to work. You ever done that? Uh, it rings a bell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's miserable, right? Yeah, it is. Uh, but there's, you know, it's not all bad. I can no, imagine not- that sounds difficult. <laughs> well, I'm glad you've made like time to be here. Two hours at a restaurant for someone, and the restaurant was so bad. And why? Well, I don't know. I don't know why bad things happen to good people. You went to a restaurant. It wasn't even a restaurant. We were going out to eat with someone, and then they ended up like getting lost. We waited two hours for them. The restaurant sucked. It was such a waste of time. Was it a work dinner? No, it was family. Oh. Wait, but I thought you said you were working till ten o'clock. No, I said I got home from work at ten o'clock. Like on the way home, we went, we went out. Uh, okay, all right. Uh, that's. A... <laughs> I mean, I was working at the restaurant. So if I leave, what do you mean? But <laughs> like busing tables? What were you? No, doing? like I was like working, doing work while waiting for them for two hours. Look, I'm exiting the commun- the societal discourse around hustling and being like, oh, were you working? You had to be working? I, I hope you never have to work at a restaurant. Meeting yeah, your, so your work at a restaurant, not participate. Mm-hmm. But listen, well, I'm sorry to hear that, Keev. Uh, we'll make this quick then. No, no, no. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm looking, I was looking forward to this. I, I just, um, you know, the second this is over, I'll fall. I had a weird, you asked me for a laka recipe, right? Yeah, happy Hanukkah, Hanukkah. Ha- ha- yeah, happy Hanukkah. And so I asked my daughter, and then I thought, hey, she made latkes last night. And then I thought, I didn't eat them. That's so weird. Like, I'm the number one guy here she'd be making latkes for. Who else would she, you know, like, my wife will eat one, but, like, I'm a latke guy. My my boys aren't big eaters. She's not really an eater. <laughs> I mean, I haven't named everyone in the house. There's, like, a lot of people here, but, like, I'm by far the biggest eater in the house. Like, and then I, it's so weird, right? Why? Why she? I remember she peeled potatoes. She made these things, and I don't know what happened. We were trying to piece together. I must have fallen asleep, but I never ate dinner. I like I never ate the latkes because I was gonna like vouch for the recipe, and then I realized I didn't even have it. Hold on, and they're all gone. No, she said, "Oh yeah, like you, I made them for you. I put them out, and you didn't need them, so I like put them away." Let me fry you new ones. I'm like, what happened to the old ones? And she said, they're in like a container. Well, they latkes keep. Yeah, I know, of course. So I said, just make them. She's like, no, I'm gonna refry more. I'm like, nah, it's a lot of it's a lot of work to fry the latkes. It makes a big, huge mess. I know. So I'm, so I'm making latkes uh, for my family. We're getting together for Hanukkah, ironically on Christmas, but still overlaps. And I insisted on. So you know. I never grew up eating latkes. My mom would buy frozen latkes, and I thought the look of them were gross, and I never really had a latke. And then my uncle was making them from scratch one year when I was an adult. I was like a teenager, late teens. And I was like, I guess I'll try one. And then I was like, holy shit, latkes are the best thing in the world. Mm -hmm. And no disrespect to I could get down with a frozen latke. But I do think it is worth the time and effort to have a homemade latke because they're not that hard to make, and they are – so much better. Yeah, it's a homemade food because you walk around here, you could get a jelly donut, a sufganiya, in basically every store. There's thousands of them, fancy ones, regular, whatever, all over. Because that's a food you could sort of mass produce and still do well. The latkes, you don't, you can't just pick up a latke anywhere and 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 it'll be good. It doesn't work like that. You got to make them at home. 
Certain foods are just meant to be made at home, and that's one of them. I agree. So my mom was like, it's a big mess, as you just said, like frying latkes, oil splatter. You got to come early enough so that you can make them and I can clean up when you can clean up and whatever. And I was like, all right, no problem. It's worth it. Brody Man's first Hanukkah that he can remember, not that remember, but he was like an infant. The man's mm-hmm. not going to have first latkes be frozen. Come on. No, no. Uh, it's not right. As a Jewish aunt, I have to be bringing the heat here. Mm-hmm. Literally. I mean, it's very hot and oily. It's ri- maybe the messiest food to make that I could possibly think of. NGOG, hot and oily. Um, all I, right. Can, yeah, yeah. I'm actually, one more latke take. Sure. It's, uh, so this is so a Hanukkah Rob, special. Let's get down. Yeah. People have been, people wished us a happy Hanukkah. Rob, myself, and Sasha, um, I was going to say Sasha Baron Cohen, Sasha Jacobs, Sasha Joseph. I'm sorry. It's, it's one in the morning. Excuse me. Um, uh, Rob, myself, and Sasha um, watched a Hanukkah movie, and one of like the premises was a latke recipe, right? And uh-huh. basically, they had a latke recipe for a hundred years, and everyone loved it. And after I didn't say this on the podcast, but I, I I like kicked myself afterwards. You ever read a cookbook from like 1950, or like see one online? No. There's nothing that was made in 1950 food wise that you would still find edible today. Like, we just use much different ingredients, like all people. You know what I mean? Like, it's just we, we eat differently then. So the idea that there's like a 100-year-old recipe of anything that people would be going wild for today is basically impossible, you know? Okay. If there's more than one ingredient. So I, I'm just thinking, like, there's no way, right? It, it, it ruined the movie for me now. Did you do a podcast on nothing but Netflix? Oh, this was Renat. Yeah. Yeah. Although we could because it wasn't a Netflix movie, so we could have covered about nothing but Netflix. But, yeah, this was, this was Renat. It was not a Netflix movie? So you, I you make taking, a joke. because I, Yeah, I, I you're think. taking issue with the fact that they've moved to HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, that was a funny Twitter exchange with you and Amanda. Dr. A lot Amanda. of people jumped on me and were like, oh, this is real glass houses. Well, wasn't that part of the joke or no? Of course that was part of the joke. Okay. Like, yes. (laughs) Yes. All right. Um, Mm. I think that's – I was going to say you don't really have food takes. I'm confusing it with Rob. No, I I was. I'll say this. I I was slightly embarrassed to ask you for a locket recipe because I feel like there's not a lot of variation in a locket recipe. But I was thrilled that uh, Ella had one. Ella had different takes. She had multiple. She said dairy or or non-dairy. Like she had. And you said this person's not even Jewish. Well, I think her main one. No. God forbid. I, I, her, her, I think her main one was in Hebrew. That was her other her other issue also. Well, that would have been a fun adventure. Yeah. Um, all right. We have a lot of old business before we even get to the episode, which I think is a great episode. We're in a golden era of New Girl. I'm just going to say it. I think that's right. I think I think that is correct. This is another good episode. I think you may be right. We could be in the golden era of the show. This is, you know, season four of Seinfeld was considered at the time the best season of the show, the golden era. Maybe New Girl, same thing. Do you know how hard it was to not tell you that Zoe Lister-Jones, who appeared in one of our JAR movies, is in mm-hmm. New Girl? Well, I mean, you buried a bigger secret than that. We meet a character in this episode who I assume we see again named Allie. That's a big deal. And and I believe, did we put Desperado in the JAR or did we put a different show uh, for Winston in the JAR? Because Allie is in Desperado re- with Lamorne. I don't remember. I do you have the jar the somewhere? Jar. Like, do you have, is there an answer to oh, that question? I know where the jar is. The, the jar is the only thing that I could locate with ease in my apartment very quickly, but I'd have to get up if you don't mind. Is it worth it? I don't even think you jar? have to get up because uh, okay. we're months and months away from the jar, you know? Uh, I don't know about months, but yes. Allie from the editing room with the jar. Uh, yeah, girl, you put Desperado in the jar. So we're months and months away, but we will be discussing Desperado. Back to the show. Um, but it is, we did fail because I can't believe we didn't put let's be cops in the jar for Jake Johnson. And then that would have picked up uh coach as well. Oh, so we, there are a lot of secret, like there would have, would have been a lot of secret, uh, actors who appear on new girl in the jar without you knowing. Yeah. I mean, we, we've discussed ZLJ at length, uh, from, uh, the movie Band-Aid that she directed and was in, right? Yeah, give me give me my uh, give me my flowers here for not saying one time that she would make a a, a 
I'm, I'm now going to ruin it. I think she makes a memorable appearance as Fawn Moscato in New Girl. I don't really, I don't really care for a character. Oh, hot take! Tell me more. I love this. I love the dynamic of someone being more Schmidt than Schmidt. She is very. I don't want to gross anybody out, but the worst food in the world is popcorn. My kids gave me like popcorn, and I get like like I have kernels like ruining my life right now. Still. Um. Anyway. Yeah, she is very Schmitty, but she's like a cartoon character way more than Schmidt. And maybe it's because we don't know her, but I don't know. I said this in the movie. There's just something about her. We just don't vibe well, you know? I'm sure it's uh, being not her. That's crazy. I love Zoe Lister-Jones, and it's crazy that you wouldn't vibe with, like, a publicly Jewish woman. I, I, there's, I mean, there's lots of publicly Jewish women who have no interest in vibing with me. And I, think I didn't say that they would vibe with you. Oh, but no, like not, she's like well, an, a representative of like a Jewish, modern Jewish woman. Like, I, 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 I have think no that problem we with need her people out, out in the world. Yeah, I, I just I don't know. I just I'm not feeling it. I'm never feeling it. I don't know why. <sighs> All right. Well, that's really interesting. Uh, let's go back just quickly. Wrap up a few outstanding items of old business, if you don't mind. Yep. Sure. Uh, because this has become a World Cup podcast, I feel like we I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that the World Cup ended in World one of the most exciting games of World Cup history. It was just so fun watching with my kids. Um, it was really like a memorable sports watching experience. They were going so crazy. They were rooting for different teams. It was really fun. Um, yeah, just it just, you know, means more. The World Cup. It was it was great. Oh, that's nice. It's, um, it's, it's so weird that it's four years. Like, where will they be in four years? You know, like shy will be like a kid. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Grant Wall, who, uh, I, I don't know, I assume you read about him on Twitter or whatever, but he was uh, the most you know, famous American soccer writer. He used to say he like, measured his life in World Cup increments, yeah. like every four years. Well, me too now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, go ahead. I, yeah, although, but I, yeah, I was telling my kids, because when the, the U.S. scored a crazy, like the number one goal in U.S. history, probably, in U.S. World Cup history, was in 2010. And I like, picked up Adira and like, dunked her. In excitement, not hurting her, but like I was like running around, just going insane all through the apartment. Like I don't think I've ever gone that nuts at a at a at a sports moment. They scored a goal like at the very end of the last game. To imagine the U.S. Iran game, but they scored at like the end, end, end. Um, and it's like funny because she's thirteen now. That was like only three World Cups ago, but it's like she she's what was that? Who you like the stories to? What you were like? No, that was like whoo, like. Wow, imagine the Iran game, but they would score at the last minute. Like, I was reacting to what you told me to react okay, to. Okay, okay. I'm a um, big soccer fan now. I yeah, can only and, imagine what that must have felt like. And I think, like, three World Cups ago also, or four, whatever, I had, like, Ella, when she was little, we made flags. She, like, did projects of, like, a few of the teams. We never got, we tried to do 32, but we ran out of time. But, like, she made a bunch of the flags. So, like, you know, every World Cup, there's, like, all right, one of my kids is little, and then other kids are... So, yeah, you, you sort of measure it in that time. But more importantly, like, World Cup might be over, but Allie's just getting started as a soccer <laughs> hooligan. Okay, uh, post-show recaps. <laughs> uh, you're, you're a soccer hooligan now. You're a legit soccer bloke. I left my grandma and mom by the pool while they were playing mm -hmm. cards to go watch with, like, four 70-year-old men mm -hmm. by the tennis courts because they were showing the game on Telemundo. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was really, really exciting. And um, we're are we? I mean, you. What did you say on Thirty Two Fans? I haven't listened yet. I said, um, I think I said that we had discussed doing a podcast where we pick a team for you. I think the the hang up with that is you may have already picked a team, in which case we're not going to pick a team for you. I, we had also discussed um, doing lo uh, you picking out the best. Premier League logo or all soccer logo? I don't remember what the exact parameters were, but that's something we want to do also if you're up for it. Well, did, is Chester getting buy-in on this? Because Are we getting Chester buy-in? Because he hasn't responded to my multiple texts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I mentioned on the podcast, he was he was all in. He didn't say, like, yeah, yeah, he, he was definitely willing to do it. Allie from the editing room. Not only was he willing to do it, but we did it. Uh, if you are a 32 Fans patron, you can check that out now in your patron feed. And if you're not... It's five bucks. What are you doing? Um, I think, well, because we notably left soccer out of the logo bracket. 
Yes. So I think we should do, you know, something. There's something there. And uh, I think we, I thought we were both going to pick the same team. I, I thought we were, and we still can, but I think you're leaning towards Tottenham, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pick Tottenham. Well, why am I leaning towards t- Tottenham? Tottenham. The Tottenham. People are ke- all these tater I know tots are trying to get me to support the team, but they don't decide that. We decide. I know, but you said to me recently, I think I have to be a Tottenham fan. Well, I said it as a joke because I was getting an airport pickup. I didn't say it as like, oh, a Oh, I got oath. it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Um, by, by the way, bad day to be a Met hater. I'll say that. Why? I haven't been paying attention. Would hate to be a Met hater. The, the Mets were like. I'm off my Met. No, the Mets hate only it. went to the World Series. Now I'm okay. back. The Mets is still my team. And in fact, I ordered my Live in the Kiva logo sh- Loco shirt mm-hmm. in Mets colors. And that's my new Mets shirt because it's what a color great did you Mets get? shirt. I got the I got. Well, I got Navy. I almost got Royal Blue, but I got Navy. Here's the problem with those shirts. Of course, I, I could ask and Rob would send me one of those shirts. I can't wear a shirt with my name and face. You no, know what I mean? That would be so full kit wanker. Like that's I, yeah, the biggest full kit wanker of all time. And we know people <laughs> who would do it, but I, I I would never do it. I'd like to have one of the shirts just for like history history's sake, you know. You should but get your kids the shirt. I guess that's not a bad idea. I could do I could do that. Maybe I ask Sam. But I I, I Sam do have to Sam. I know you're not interested in being Akiva's assistant, but if you could help him get a shirt, <laughs> well, I'll ask Derek. To... Actually, Derek is in charge of the merch. I could ask. Akiva Derek. texted me. Akiva, Sam texted me in response to that. <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, I do not want to work for Akiva for a minute." <laughs> no, why would that would be terrible? Yeah, we all know. We agree. We all three of us agree. I mean, there are you know going to be people working for me now. I'm sure it'll be terrible for them. I, I think you'd be a good manager. Like, I would work for you. Not I wouldn't be your personal assistant, but if in an office environment. No, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I think uh, I think my interns, if you ask them, you know, 1 to 10, rate Akiva, they would give me a 9 or a 10, I think. Yeah, I would. I could see. I would be fine to work I'm a, for you. I'm a, I'm a player's coach, you know? Yeah, yeah. You're you're a, you're a boss's boss. Not boss's boss. You're, you're a man of the people. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm like. I'm you more of like. was like? Is it okay? I'm not. I'm not like a demanding like. Hey, do you think you'd have time to do this today? And much less like, uh, you know, hey, you're doing one, then you're doing two. You don't have to sell me. I'm the one who told you I think you'd be a good person. That's to work very nice. for it. But wait, how about this? I um, I did a transition, but I didn't know what I was saying. Oh, the yeah, sure? I don't know. Take me somewhere else. I'm tired. All right, well, let's go. I mean, I think that the soccer thing is open. The only problem is, is, like, we don't know enough, like, soccer fans to come on and make the pitch. Like, right, and we, we don't have, like, one for every team. I don't have, like, a West thing. Brom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do we do we need one for every team, or do we need someone who's, like, very familiar with the teams? Who I think probably like one person to pitch them all. We can also start a form if we were going to do it. We could start a form. I don't know if we get a pitch for every single team, but maybe, like, Make your pitch for why Ali should pick this team. We, if you remember, Rob and I, think I did it. Should it should be us. Why, why not both of us? We're aligned we, on all other sports. Why should we be divided on? Soccer? Well, you're not a San Antonio Spurs fan. No, but okay. So maybe I'll be a Spurs fan and you be a Spurs fan, and we're just lost in translation on which Spurs. Ah, that's pretty good. That's not bad. That is and such a deep a cut. UConn I hate fan. myself. Let's move yeah. on. <laughs> okay, I, I'm in too deep. Would you and root I don't for like UConn it. or no? You're you're not in. You're not. You're I'm not, not. going to root. I mean, I'm not going to root against UConn, but I'm not going to root for UConn. Mm-hmm. You have enough colleges, I guess. Also, yeah, I got enough going on. Um, all right. The last thing which I think we need to kick to next week or something mm-hmm. is um, an article came out inspired by your favorite topic, nepotism. Yes. And I feel like we really need to be breaking that down. but The Nepo babies. But you I think don't we think don't we have, have time? time? You think I mean, the episode is too good to ignore it? Is that what you're saying? Because sometimes we ignore the episode, but this isn't really. This is I think this is like into. a. I think. I mean, I don't know. You tell me. It's a good episode. I don't know if it's like the top five, but yeah, it's way, way, way Are you ready average, to present on this article, though? I am. I read the whole thing. All right. Okay. You know what? Give me a digest on the article, because if I'm going to be honest, I didn't read it. <laughs> Okay, so with the Nepo babies, it had, like, diagrams for how everybody is sort of nepotism. And, like, there was a lot of them that were interesting and maybe you didn't know or reminded you of something you already knew. But some of them are, I it think, were stretches. It was Vulture, by the way. Vulture, as yeah. uh, Jared New York Ferber Magazine. I, oh, I thought it was Vulture. Vulture is New York Magazine. Vulture is, like, New oh. York Magazine. If you go to NewYorkMagazine.com, it's, like, Vulture's is their, is their entertainment vertical. Nate um, Jones by Nate Jones. 
It just it, it just said, like, all right, yes, everyone knows, like, Kate Hudson's mom is Goldie Hawn. That's nepotism. Sure. <laughs> but, it, like, your dad working in, like, uh, 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 the example I'll give, I think it was in there, but I've seen it before, is, like, uh, Beanie and uh, Jonah Hill and Beanie Feldstein's, like, father being the tour accountant for Guns N' Roses, which always gets quoted, like, I don't know if that makes you a Nepo baby. Like, I don't know if the tour accountant for Guns N' Roses automatically gets to be, like, one of the biggest comedy stars. You know what I mean? Well, here's my question to that. Is there a difference between nepotism and just having generational wealth, therefore you have opportunities? Yeah, I think there is. Like, I think is there a difference between levels. nepotism and being rich? Yeah, I, I yes, I think there are. I mean, sometimes they go hand in hand, but yeah, there's a difference. They're not they're 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 not mutually exclusive or inclusive of each other. Although I guess I mean, how did well? How did they get their start? Is it because the accountant from Guns N' Roses contacted someone from Guns N' Roses who contacted their agent who then got them a thing? Like then it's nepotism. Yeah. Oh, I'm not saying it's not even nepotism. I'm just saying there's different levels. Like your mom sure. is a top ten movie star on the planet. Huge nepotism. Your dad, like, knew a guy who know a guy, and he called him a favor, even though he himself wasn't famous. It's a little different. It's it's still nepotism, but it's not on the same planet as, you know, as uh, your, your grandfather being uh, Steven Spielberg or something, you know? It is a bit of a gag to call it the year of the Nepo baby when, like, nepotism is not a new trend. No, every year has been the year of the Nepo yeah. baby, like. The, you know, you, you we could say, like, name a big celebrity. Like, we know all of their kids' names, and meaning most of them are famous, right? Like, you could name all of Tom Hanks' kids, probably. You could name uh, all of Will Smith's kids, you know? I it's mean, like, if he if if Tom Hanks has more than two kids, I can't name all of his kids. Maybe, oh, okay, so let's see. <laughs> all right, so we could name two of his kids. Does he have a daughter maybe who's not famous? I think he might. Let's see. But if she wanted me to know her, I would probably know her is sort of the take. Yeah, I yeah, could name sure. all of Meryl Streep's sure. kids. She would be either she doesn't exist or she's thrilled that you don't know who she is. Oh, he's got four kids. All right, let's get it, into this. Colin Hanks, Chet Hayes, my old classmate. And I don't know the other two. Oh, so I forgot. So he had so Colin, he had a he had a, I didn't realize he had a he had a first wife. Oh, yeah, 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 he did. I didn't realize. So he has Colin Hanks and Elizabeth Hanks. No, no wiki page. Imagine divorcing Tom Hanks. You know, I would love to divorce Tom. Hanks. I know. Sure, no prenup. So I, but I, he just doesn't seem like a big divorce guy. You know. Well, what what makes a what what makes a big divorce guy? I think certain people are just divorce guys. He's not a divorce. He's like a. I'd rather suck it up and live like slightly unhappy with this woman than like divorce her or something. Maybe she divorced him. It's possible. It's probable. Yeah. Anyway, R.I.P. to his first wife. She's no longer with us. Oh. Um, well, and then, then he, were they divorced or did she die? Yes. No, they get divorced in '87. She dies. Uh, 15 oh, years got later. it. Got it. Got it. Um, and then he meets Rita Wilson, and they have Chet and Truman, who I guess is maybe. I would say young, but 95 at this point isn't young. He, he he could be famous if he wanted to be. But I've never heard of this Truman. You think Truman's trying to be famous and has, and has failed, or he's just, like, uh, selling no, insurance because, somewhere? No, I think we would know him if he wanted to be known. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that was a fun nepotism road. I, I mean... Mm-hmm. Um, what did I the, the nepotism take I once dropped? I was trying to figure this out with Rob. Did I drop the, on on NGOG or Renap where I said you can only have like one, like let's say one of every four people in a cast or something, ha, c- parents can have Wikipedia page. There has to be like a limit on nepotism. I think I said it on NGOG. You've said it a lot. I feel like I've heard you say that on Renap when I was listening. Oh, okay. I like from the editing room. Uh, with a bit of an update from the last alley from the editing rooms, I didn't have my mic plugged in despite holding it up like a lunatic. So, and I'm too lazy to re-record the other one. So, sorry for the poor audio quality. You're used to it from us. Um, this correction comes from Akiva. Uh, of course, because it's related to Renap, so we've got to be accurate. He dropped this take on Renap, and Rob disposed of it very quickly as a poor take. Which is correct. Back to the show. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I like the... They also were like... 
got I think they counted Beyonce because her father was married to someone famous. But like Beyonce was so famous, her father got to like meet famous people and marry like it was a backwards nepotism. You know what I mean? It didn't make any sense. Reverse nepotism. Yeah, is that exactly. still nepotism? It, if you become like Tina Knowles and you become famous because Beyonce's famous, is that nepotism? No. I'm no because she, I like I don't even know if she's trying to be famous. She's just Beyonce's mom, you know Beyonce's mom. I'm not, I don't I don't think. Well, that, that I guess okay. So if I, if I also you're... think it's different. If it's your if it's your kid, a you like did something like you raised the kid to become famous. Like congratulations. Uh, if you're a kid, you didn't do anything. Are siblings nepotism? I think siblings are nepotism, but I think parents like go ahead. You know, if our parents started a podcast like. <laughs> they, you know, they heard it. Honestly, well. Rabbi Wienaker and Judy Lasher starting a podcast would be pretty hilarious. It would be very funny. I don't know. My dad, for all I know, my dad listens to all these. I don't know. Sometimes he'll be like, makes me nervous. Because he's been instructed not to. He knows he's not allowed Okay, to. you say that, that it makes you nervous. But here's the thing. And, like, I mean, I'd have this mindset since I started podcasting. Mm-hmm. So I always knew I wanted to, like, you know, be a lawyer or whatever. Like, yeah. If the world is listening, like if you're putting this out there, the least of your problems is if your dad listens. Like you should be, I guess, podcasting for your grandma to listen. Like, why mm-hmm. would you be embarrassed of your dad listening? Why would I be more embarrassed by a hypothetical grandma here? I meant like in terms of what are you worried that you say? Like, are you too racy for your dad to hear? Then you shouldn't be like, if your dad should can't hear it, then like your boss shouldn't hear it. I guess. I mean, that is a rabbi. It's a little different. But he's your dad. What, like, <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess that's true. You do everything right. You raise a nice family. You got a great wife. You're you're pious. You have a job. Like, what are you embarrassed of? Pious. That's religious. Yeah, I don't know if I'm pious though. Isn't that religious? I, it's like a good. It's like if you're good at being religious, you're pious. Aren't you good at being religious? Not re- Not compared to probably the other people. Well, that's the beauty of uh, the Moos. You don't compare yourself. No, but. I don't think I'm pi- I don't think I'm pious. I think pious is like has two positive connotations. All right. Well, I uh, apologize the, for saying that you're good There was a restaurant near my house. I, I never thought about it till right now. It's called Pizza Pious, which I guess is pretty funny. Like it's a double entendre, right? It's like Pizza Pies, but also Pizza Pious. It's kind of a crazy name. It's called Pizza Pious, and it's yes. a kosher pizza place? Nahon, correct, yes. Sorry. What's Nahon? Oh, yes, correct in Hebrew. I say it all day, sorry. Uh, um, so, <laughs> wow. I, I got to pretend I know Hebrew, so I, I, I drop a lot of, like, yeses and, and the simple words, you know? I Here's what's crazy. So I walked in there once. Should we throw out the first 26 minutes of this and start again? No, it's great. <laughs> So I walked into this pizza pious. I don't know why. Maybe I was going to like some other place. And I, so I walked in. And the guy behind the counter, who in my memory was very, very old when we used to go there on class trips because my like elementary school was right near there. So like once in a while, if we got pizza, we just like walk there. I remember it being like a thousand when I was a kid. He was still there, looked the exact same, even though he's like a thousand and twenty seven now or something. And but I, they must do like school business. But I hadn't like seen anybody there. Like nobody would just people don't really go there. And I looked at the built bulletin board of this restaurant that had appeared unchanged for the last like 27 years since I'd last been in it. And literally the bulletin board was a letter like thanking them for like some the uh, some, from some kids thanking like the restaurant for hosting them for something. The letter was signed September 10th, 2001. The place has not changed since 9-11. <laughs> oh, God. Completely unchanged. Uh, how's the pizza, though? You know, they have these Zeppelis. You ever have Zeppelis? Oh, I'm from Jersey, baby. What do yeah, you mean I've right. ever had Zeppelis? I'm sorry for insulting you. I am a Zeppeli. Yeah. So when you walk in, the guy hands you a Zeppeli. So that's like, you know, good service. You like the Zeppelis. Powdered sugar? Powdered sugar. A sh- just a pile of dough. It's great. Like, well, no, I mean, like when he hands it to you, is it like, a like you get messy or yeah, you a get a little Zeppelin? messy. It's not like filthy, but yeah, you could get it on yourself. You, if you're not careful, you get it on your shirt or something. But it's worth that it, is a you dream. know. Where is that again? Uh, where I grew up in in Woodmere. All right, I could be there. Call paging Matt Lagori. Let's go. 
Well, I mean, you're from Jersey. If you're going to get a Zeppeli, you may as well go to, you know. But a free Zeppeli handed to you by a, a, a Jewish man? Like, come on. Love that. And, uh, yeah. Yep. No, I got go. nothing else. All right. I was going to say let's get to the digest. We did 30 minutes of what I think should probably be deleted. Let's do. No, I'm nah, just kidding. This is that's what people stay, are here for that stuff. They stick around for the new girl. We've got peak Keeve right now, I think. You should have a bad day more often than come on the podcast. Uh, yeah, I, honestly, because like normally it's like I have a let's say I had a good day and it's like, all right, you know, I like doing this. But it's like, you know, it's it's like, uh, you know, something you have to do sometimes or, or whatever. The, today, everything else sucks like this is is uh, is roses in comparison. Wow. Although we love I did, this. You I, you'd know this. But I, I did take my son to work today and it was a delight. He was great. Yeah, bald paradise, and in all likelihood, a future bald man. <laughs> He's now it goes by your. Hold on, it goes by your mother's. Father. I heard that's an old wives' tale, though. Yeah, probably, but let's just say. But my grandfather started Columbia University bald at eighteen. So, <laughs> um, so I. It your maternal worked. grandfather. Yes, my mom's dad, my Zadie. So, his mother's father still is here. Good night. His mother's father. So he has a chance. Close my door all the way, please. That's a glass. Close that's, my door, That should please. be on a shirt. That should be my, my T-shirt. What? Close the door all the way, Close please? Close the way, please, yeah. Um, um, so no, my, if my if that is true, and my it is my father had incredible hair, and mm-hmm. his father had great hair until he died in his 80s. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Your brother still has his hair? Put, put that on my, like, uh, matchmaker resume or whatever the Jews do. That's not a bad idea, honestly. Like, added... Sort of like bonuses, very likely not to go bald. I think that's a big one. The ch- your children, not me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, jeans I could potentially get you. Now, don't ask me about my dad's health, but the hair was there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're concerned Can about, Can I tell you a crazy story? <laughs> Come on, that was funny. We need that, that was, was worth funny. laughing at. Okay, that, go ahead. Yeah. I you, I, maybe, maybe I told it. If so, I apologize. It's late. <laughs> I once had. You know the Orthodox world can be can be pretty insular and small. I once had. Oh, you don't say. I once had a friend call me up, like one of those like very good friends that you don't speak to anymore, but you still feel close to them. And he said, like, "Hey, um, I'm like, I'm my brother is dating the sis the the sister of a guy you know. Can you not mention?" like the mental health issues that you know about, right? And then, this is crazy, and then the other guy called me up and said the same thing. They were both, like, hiding family. A, a, another, excuse me, I, I messed up the story. They each had the, the, the couple that... that Start again. Up, stop, stop, stop. Okay. My, okay, how are you connected to this? Oh, okay, fine. I had a good friend whose siblings started dating someone, and he knew I was close friends with these siblings. Okay, so let's just use it. So your friend's brother mm-hmm. s- starts dating someone. Yes, my friend's, my friend's sister starts dating okay. Starts dating another friend of mine's brother, okay? And they ah, both... okay, two friends, Yes. and the, the, let's say Romeo and Juliet are dating, and you know Romeo and Juliet's brothers. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm up to speed. Okay, sorry. And that. they both had a third sibling with severe mental health issues. Okay. Yes. They both so, asked. <laughs> they both asked me independently. They both asked me independently to not mention it to to the other person, which I didn't. Well, also that would be like so inappropriate for you to mention. Of course, of course, of course. I would not, and I wouldn't have. It would not it never have occurred to me. It's like, oh, you don't date that person. They, no. But they, but I think they, you know, when they're in that world, they were like, that could be a deal breaker for someone. Like, hey, their, you know, brother is bipolar or whatever, whatever it was. I don't remember. But you know what I mean. So they both asked, and it was just so funny that they were both concerned. It's like, well, don't worry about it. You guys are, and they're they got married, and they they have a bunch of children. Well, yeah, because they probably opened up to each other about their shared experiences. <laughs> like, they well, like, without getting dark, really, I can like, assure you they hiding. each they each know. They are at this point each very aware about it. Um, that is funny. So those guys didn't know each other though. The friends that you had. No, they did not know each other. They may still not know each other because they <laughs> the, the, their siblings live in different countries. 
But um, yeah. All right. Well, on the heels of that, let's get, let's get to the digest. Mm-hmm. Thirty minutes into this. Uh yeah. Okay, I don't. So reg- I regret nothing though. I want to be clear. I don't mean to yeah, be like yeah. thirty minutes in. I'm not trying to be all tidy mm-hmm. about it. Yeah, but I also don't have a ton of. T- it is like five to one. We're not like. No, no, we're getting off in and out. What it, the timer explodes when this recording hits sixty. Regardless, I like this because some of my podcasts can be very long, or or podcasts I listen to, not just podcasts I'm on. And I like it, but I also like the idea that not every podcast has to be three hours. This I don't think should be a three hour podcast. It never has been, and it no, will never but be. it may be one today if we if we don't get to the point. No, no. So I'll, short. I'll keep us moving along. I'll say this: I double, triple checked to make sure that this was the episode after last week's laxmas because didn't do a lot of tidying up the the last episode, right? It left us with nothing. With nothing. Like, it what didn't happened? It, right? Did they meet? Did she meet Ryan's parents? Did she just leave London? What occurred? And I know from sort of really going granular and in-depth on Seinfeld that sometimes they air episodes out of order from how they shot and, like, there's sort of an excuse for it. Not here. This was the next episode. It, it I mean, it aired four weeks later. But, I mean, you can't give us two seconds, tie up something, give us two seconds on, hey, that was funny, or we spent, you know, we ended up spending uh, Christmas in New York together. Nothing. Treats us like idiots. We should Retcon, the last episode never even happened, Allie. It was funny last week when you, like, because you always say, like, well, if it didn't leave unresolved, like, they're coming back, or it didn't yep. resolve, they're coming back. Yep. Like, not, I knew ever, that I'm this wrong. would not resolve because I've been frustrated about this for a long time. You, you, you should lose sleep over it, honestly. What sleep do I even have to lose? No, oh, just yeah, kidding. I, I sleep You're great. Like yeah. You sleep great at night because, I don't know. All right. Um, so basically, Jesse, yeah. oh, so, oh, there's more of the digest. Keep going. I didn't even start the digest yet. If you think about it, I just said that they didn't tie anything up to last week. I'm telling you what's not in the episode. Now I'm <laughs> going to tell you what is in the episode. Digest us. Yeah. Um, so Jess is really upset about some construction thing that that's costing her sleep. Speaking about people sleeping great or not sleeping great. Right. Meanwhile, Schmidt falls for what you turned before the show, or maybe it was on the show. I don't remember. Um, the oh yeah, I was on the show. We didn't talk about this ep- this pod- this episode before. I don't know what's going on. The female Schmidt, a a city councilwoman, uh, Fawn Moscato. Yeah, of course we talked about this. Uh, ZLJ Zoe Lister Jones, and uh, she is um, you know she is to the point. Meanwhile, Winston has randomly graduated from the police academy. Mazel tov. He has a new partner, the aforementioned Ali. I don't know if you know this, but Ali spelled with a Y. Yes. Okay. What do you think? Are you, do you discriminate against the alleys with a Y, or you're fine with them? No, and in fact, have I told you that whenever, like, the next job I have or the next, like, major introduction I have to make, I'm going, I'm very seriously considering switching to A-L-L-I. A-L-L-I. Yeah, because I'm Allison with two L's, and I've gotten multiple complaints in my professional career that are valid that, like, when you know me as A-L-I and you go to type in my email address, you can't find it. And then if somebody puts, like, a note to me in a document, do you know how many words have ALI in them? If I do Control-F-A-L-I to see if somebody said, like, Allie, can you, like, delete this? It's, like, 5,000 words. Ah, I hear what you're saying. So I think I need to go to ALLI, which is, but I think, how they spell the weight it, loss Like, drug. would you switch your socials to ALI or no? No, professionally, because it doesn't I really understand. affect me socially. It's yeah, more just, like, the Allison is my, in my email to Allie transition and, like, marking up a document. But you still basically go by Allison professionally, no? No. Well, you don't. I use my whole like approach to this is like I show up day one and it's Allison and I never correct anyone. But as mm-hmm. people feel more comfortable and they start calling me Allie, it just is a natural flow. Mm-hmm. But I actually like had my resume sent to the job I'm at now. Like it's kind of like what happens with like, your law student. Like you know someone, and you they like send your resume to recruiting, like whatever. Mm-hmm. And that person was like, "Here's Allie's resume," and so I like ended up in the system as Allie, and everybody's been calling me Allie, which is fine. That so I, I haven't like, been Allison in a long time. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm. I support it. I think Allie makes sense. I I stamp of approval. Not that it, anyone asked me. Um, it, there's uh, sometimes in college that happens, right? Like the first day, it's like you have a name you don't go by, and that's just whatever. 
you get stuck with it. My son has that. You know, his name is David Noam. It's not Noam. And so the teachers in their in their books or whatever, it says David Noam. But he calls himself Noam and the kids sort of like who know him outside of school call him Noam. So what ended up happening is that the kids call him Noam David because they figure like, well, his name is Noam. It can't be like, why would Noam be the second name? So I hear kids, Noam David, Noam David. Like I, you know, they, they, they flip it. They call him by his middle name and then his first name, but they call him both names. It's kind of funny because it's, that's given Gentile to go by your middle name. Yeah. Because I feel like that's common if you're named, like if you're a junior, like maybe you'd be like, you know, Noam David, but you're junior, so you go by David because your dad's Noam or whatever. Like, I know I just flipped it again. But. Yeah, the reason we really didn't do it, my grandfather was David, but nobody would call you David here. They'd call you David, and we didn't really like that, so. Anti-Semite. Yeah, you I guess. Like David? Canceled. <laughs> Canceled. Um, no, Noam's a good name. Noam's, like, trendy. Well, here it's not because it's like I think it's the most common Jewish name. <laughs> well, it's a nice name. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a proposition for you, Keeve. Yeah, and prop- I've been wanting to do this for a long time. I've pro- pro- I've, you know I've, about I've... Prop Joe? You could be Prop Alley. Yeah. Well, listen to this. Let mm-hmm. me know if this is Prop Keeve. Okay. I think we pause here. Mm-hmm. We do a Garner Minute. Anything else you want to talk about? And we come back for part two and we talk about the episode. We pause here. <laughs> After the digest. Yeah. Because I don't think we have enough time to really do this justice. And I like this episode. So this is going to be a cliffhanger this week. What do you think about that? I like the idea. My only concern is I was just thinking like, wow, we're not even close to being finished with this. Movie. Right. <laughs> like, I don't. So here I am to relieve you. Ser- no, I mean the series. Like, we're so far away. And like, not that I'm in a rush to finish, but I also like. It's where we have so many episodes left, you know. But I like it. I think you should try things you haven't tried before. I mean, but also like we can we can release we could do another record as soon as you can. But or we do this now, but we're 40 minutes in and we haven't touched the content. I'm just thinking. Or or you want to yada yada the episode? You you said I don't want to yada yada, but I think we could motor through the episode. All right. The prop was was de- denied. I sort of, of I like the idea, but then when I sort of start thinking about it, I don't know if next week I'll be excited to just talk about the episode. We and and plus this could happen. What if that becomes our thing? Like that. It won't like, become our thing. I won't allow it. <laughs> That's a little too renappy, right? If we like, let's not talk about it. No, you know when uh. Like Brian and I once did a record a podcast where we each recorded separately. Yes. Like we don't do that yeah, all the time. But that mm-hmm. you know, we broke the internet. Mildly. Yeah. No, you gotta try things. <sighs> all right. I guess if we here's the thing what I love about this episode is like there are just so many funny quotes. Like I've never taken so many notes, just like verbatim things that they've said because it just like so many things made me laugh. I mean, Schmidt putting on Winston's uniform and being like, co-Jewish, co-Jewish, and Winston being like, you're under arrest. Like, that's so stupid, but it made mm-hmm. me laugh. That was funny. And what did you think of Nick and Coach's storyline of, like, they're so worried about Winston, and that's sort of, like, their whole plot? I didn't like that subplot. I know they had to give them something, but to me it felt, like, cartoony and silly. That Here's like, something so- that so obsessed with their friend that they don't want him getting hurt on the job. Here's something that felt silly to me. Why are people bringing dates to Winston's graduation? Because Kai and Ryan are in the audience with Nick and Jess. Like, isn't that kind of a weird thing for an early dating invite? Like, do you want to go watch my roommate graduate from the police academy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially trying it now would be, like, interesting. Also, Kai doesn't do anything else in the entire episode, so I'm surprised they even brought her in to film yeah, that's that. Interesting. She's basically an extra. Right. Well, you know, maybe she had a contract for three episodes. Like, all right, we got to bring you in here. Hmm. Interesting. Does that count? I don't know. I'm not. What am I? A freaking <laughs> entertainment lawyer? You're the expert. Um, <laughs> but they're going to work the system. And that's how we get introduced to Fawn Moscato, because uh, Schmidt's going to infiltrate and date her. He ends up falling in love with the energy. But Keeve did not fall in love. I don't know. I just love I love Zoe Lister Jones. Mm hmm. 
I'm floored yeah, that you don't like she her. She doesn't need me. She doesn't need me. She's fine without me. Well, what do you think of Nassim uh, Pedrad? Is that how do you pronounce her last name? I, I like Nassim Pedrad wrong. a lot. Okay. Are we sure that's correct? Yeah. Okay. What that I like her? No, the pronunciation. Yeah, for sure. Nassim Pedrad. You ever watch SNL? That's how they said her name. No, I never watched SNL. You've never seen it? I, I mean, I've seen it, but I haven't watched SNL in a very long time. Well, she was on a very long time ago, so that might have been the exact minute you were watching it. I did not catch her episode. Her, <laughs> Look well, at us motoring through. She was, like, on the show for many years. That was, She didn't have an episode. Oh, I never she watched like, it. She's, like, one of those, one of the, you know, so on SNL, they have people who are in every week. You know about this? No. It's, I, anyway, it's true. And so <laughs> she was on for, like, five or six years. She was on every week for five or six years. Yeah, she was a regular. She was a, she was one of the the as opposed members. to what? Well, I guess there's hosts. Oh, okay. Guests. I thought you were about to tell me that like of the cast, there are some people who aren't in every week. I mean, sometimes they're filming movies or they're Pete Davidson or something. Whatever. No, I get. She was I in 109 episodes of the program. Um, one thing I want to flag here is that there is a major TikTok trend alert. I don't know if you're aware of this. But a big TikTok trend going around is Schmidt saying, I'm not being dramatic when I say I would rather sit naked on hot grill than wear something off the rack. And people play that audio, but then like insert in text what they're talking about. Like, I'm not being dramatic when I say I'd rather sit naked on a hot grill than ever appear on Renap again. Oh, okay. So they just cut the last part. Yeah. I mean, they still play his audio, but they put in text like what they're talking about. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um... I think I've seen like Ryan, four funny TikToks ever. I don't. It it might be a prank. Maybe I'm just old. I guess. It just doesn't work for me. I mean, I think we like not enough credit is being given to TikTok Nicole. I feel like she was really on the ground floor of TikTok. Mm-hmm. She was first. First in my in my eyes. Mm-hmm. But now I just think like, anytime I see a TikTok. First of all, there's like the weird dancing thing. Why is everyone dancing to everything? Well, ask Adira why she's throwing it back. I don't know. Yeah, I think she's... I even think my kids are sort of over it. My, Ella, like, cut out all social media, deleted her. She was, like, a huge Instagram person, like, in terms of consuming content. And she I deleted it. Like, she doesn't even... She's not even... Any, like, person I ever find, she, like, follows them. But then she's not even on it. Doesn't even have her on her phone anymore. Your girls, kids are unbelievable. You've got entrepreneurs. You've got people deleting their social media. Like, you mm -hmm. don't even have to parent these kids. That, that has been my strategy, so I'm glad it's worked <laughs> out so far. Mera is an unbelievable parent, clearly. Not that anyone doubts that. I think she would say that's true. She would say that's not true? No, she would say it's true. I think she would agree. It's she clearly true. Agree. Look at your kids. Were people I, at work listen. impressed with Noam's job performance? Yes, they were very impressed with him. They, they invited him to come back tomorrow. He, you know, he sang the, the, the Hanukkah blessings. He, he, really, he sat with the office manager all day and basically hung out with her. Did he make know. a speech? He didn't. They asked me in the first night to make a speech, and I felt stupid. I didn't have, like, they asked for, like, uh, you know, like, uh, how do you explain a Devar Torah? Like, like a sermon. Like, so, yeah, like a sermon, like a, but a quick one. Like, you give, you know, say, like, a minute about, like, the, like, you know, Johnny Banana's speech the first night. I understand <laughs> yeah. what this is, yeah. No, so they I'm went to you. To the so listeners. I know oh. you know. <laughs> As the most pious person, they were like, could you share some, more, I some religious I, I think words I on the holiday? I think I should have got more for the comparing of our Torah to Johnny Banana's pump-up speech. At the <laughs> I think more of our listeners would probably know what a Devar Torah is than would know what Johnny Bananas is from the challenge. Well, I, so I haven't seen this season of the challenge yet. A, should I? Yes, it's a good season, okay. and uh, the person who gives the speech does a terrible job. It's pretty funny. Oh, but, but Bananas doesn't do the speech this year? You got to check it out to see why not. Oh, okay, fine. Because I like, I, I, I really enjoy that. Even if you hate Johnny Bananas, you have to appreciate the speech. All right, watch the, uh, yeah, get, you should watch the challenge. It's a good season. You got P+. I, I'm, yes. Well, no, but I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm completely, yes. is well, it over no. yet? I'm completely unspoiled on it all. So. It's not over yet. We're, we're like a third of the way through the season. Oh, that's not, really? I thought it's been going on for a while. It has, but they're very long seasons. <laughs> Have they filmed the next one already yet? The, they were just filming the, like, Battle of the Worlds between, like, the CBS and the Australia and whatever. Is that, like, a full a full season? I don't know, but apparently, like, Australia flopped and they, like, moved it all to streaming. 
Well, so, oh, you mean one of the four seasons? We yeah. Might be losing people here. Flopped it. Okay. You're losing me. Let's keep going. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, I have to I'm talk to Brian tomorrow about that. I'm like, let's move on. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ryan really serves no purpose this episode. Not only do we sort of not understand what happened over Christmas. Yes. They're just in sort of like a whatever relationship. He just makes I'll, a weird comment about his uncle, basically. I do love CC being like, I can't pin you down. Yeah. And you are against whatever relationships. You want things to be defined from minute one. Are you kidding? Yeah, you're against them. I'm against undefined relationships? I'm teasing. Oh, get out of here. I didn't understand the joke. Ah, forget it. People, that, like, people would have to know a lot about my life to appreciate we that joke. Ref- we make lots of references to things nobody knows what we're talking but I- about. <laughs> That's most of what we do. Um, all right. Well, that's true. I do like the when Jess inexplicably calls him a little British bulldog. Yeah. Like, what does that even mean? This is very I don't funny. know. I feel like there's been a lot of British bulldogs. There was a wrestler. The Brit- like, I feel like that's a thing. British bulldogs. Never um, heard of your, an American bulldog. Your audio cut out a little bit, but I'm unwilling to see what the problem is. So sorry yeah. to everyone if there's no <laughs> bad audio. Mm-hmm. Um. But okay, I mean, we we didn't like the Nick and Coach stuff, so we'll just skip it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like their, that they wore suits to the police station to uh, Grill Alley and brought assorted candies. That was a nice gesture. Yeah, it was a nice gesture. Always bring assorted candies. Um, all right, so... Uh, I'm going to cut out that I'm just, like, thinking. I I loved a lot of these quotes. Like, she can't just stomp around the city like the Jolly Green Giant. Like, the Jolly Green Giant doesn't stomp around. Um, That's not what they're known for. Between Schmidt and Fawn, from what we know, who's the Bill and who's the Hillary? I think Fawn is the Hillary and he's the Bill. See, I think Schmidt's right. I think he's the Hillary. Well, it's interesting. This was definitely in a certain time. This was 2015. So, mm-hmm. like, now, I guess maybe it has changed. Now, I think in today's world, Fawn is the Hillary. You, okay. Uh, it depends, I guess, when you're asking the question. Right. That's fair. Um, outside Dave is, like, kind of funny here. I don't normally find him funny, but I loved yeah, when they was like, I'll the give you their number eight. <laughs> yeah. This is one of the better outside Daves. Um, okay. Here's a big problem I have. As we yada yada through the whole plot. Jess goes to the council meeting. She's making a speech. Ryan is there as like a sample of a construction worker. Is this how you hide your relationship as a public school teacher by going to a city council meeting, clearly dating Ryan? I mean, are they hiding it? There aren't they. Isn't that part of it? It's against yeah, the like, rules. Like she could get fired. No, they're not like. This is a little bit of a reveal. Like, what a terrible place to hide as a public school teacher. In fact, one of her subs is there, albeit for a creepy reason. Yeah. That, yeah, I, yeah. The subs, I don't know. You never substitute taught, right? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, was there more to that, or? Not really. You just wanted to check in on my experience. Yeah, no. Nah. I like the sub joke, but that's it. One thing I really liked is when she makes a joke, like, I felt like evil Winston when she, like, because she manipulated Schmidt by having Cece say, your sleeves look a little short. Yeah. I love that they didn't cut back in a flashback. That They were just like, remember when he, Winston was evil for that week? And then they moved on. Like, that is a really funny thing that I think more shows should do. We don't need it all explained. Like, that sentence enough, like, we can fill in the flashback. Yeah, that is that is true. I didn't think about that. Um, all right. Well, Schmidt and Fawn don't wrap up. It's, uh, Fawn's going to call call him when she needs him. What do you think, Keeve? Let's predict. How many more episodes of Fawn Moscato do we have? Do you want me to I give s- you a line? I will say I'm a little spoiled that Allie's going to be in a lot. Why? Because I just saw on her Wikipedia page that she's in a lot of episodes. I was a little bit nervous because you said that her name was spelled A-L-Y, and I almost called you out, like, why do you know that? Um, well, then I... I think you should really get off her Wikipedia page unless you got I'm not spelled. on it. I'm not on it anymore. But did you get... 
What did you get spoiled on? No, that's it. It just said, because I, I was on the actress's page, and it, I remember I said that Nassim was in 100 thing, and then it said she was in like 20. You could tell me if you got spoiled on. No, there, I mean, I don't even know what you were talking about. So and what did it say? You're probably spoiling me that she's like no, an important I'm saying, person. No, well, I'm saying, what did it say, that she's on a lot of episodes? Yeah, yeah, it said 109 episodes of SNL, and then it said 24 episodes or whatever okay. of, of New Girl. I think the line for Fawn is four and a half episodes. Okay, you're setting the line at four and a half. I am going to go under. I'm going to say we we see her again, but not a lot. All right. Um, we'll see. Um, okay. We don't have a guide this week because we got no questions because we're unreliable and our listeners don't know when our episodes are coming out, and I mm-hmm. respect that. Yeah, respect the listeners. Also, it's the holiday season, you know. People are busy. But who won the episode, Keeve? Okay, episode winner. I mean, Winston, he has this job. It's his dream job. That's definitely an option. I, I mean, but I, his friends, like, brutally yeah. messed up his relationship with his training officer. That is true. Jess doesn't really solve her problem by the end. She's just buying a bagel for the guy who's outside of her apartment. Construction <laughs> worker. Schmidt. I don't I don't like Fawn, so I'm not going to give it to him. I think I have to give it to Winston by default because Nick and Coach are so annoying, it would be insane to give it to them. But even though they are funny. So, I mean, we give it to Allie for beating them up, but I'm not giving Allie her flowers. <laughs> I mean, one one scene that we didn't talk about that I do want to talk about is it's one of my favorite scenes. When Nick and Coach are going back and forth about comments about how small Allie is, mm-hmm. she looks like she won the silver medal in Athens in the balance beam. She looks like she could drown in a raindrop. I can't think of one because I'm so worried about Winston. I'm worried too, but I could still think of one. She looks like a Persian Webster. Girls like a pepperoni. Like, that to me just felt so improv. To the extent it was not improvised, it was incredibly written and incredibly acted. It seemed like Jake Johnson was, like, about to crack laughing up the whole time. I just really love that scene. So I agree that Nick and Coach are, like, some of the funnier parts. But they don't win. But a yeah. shout-out for that. Oh, I just Googled so. her height. It didn't spoil me on anything other <laughs> than her height. Do you want to guess her height? Uh, Like, 5'3"? Yeah, she's 5'4". Isn't that, like, what you are? Me too, yeah. Wow. And nobody's Way ever, like... know my height. I don't know. I'm like Jared Jerome. I know everyone's height. That, yeah, wait. That. Um, and nobody's ever like Allie. She's so tiny. It doesn't. I feel like that's she. Is she just with Winston, who's so tall? I don't know. I don't know. Is how tall is Lamorne? Now I'm really cooking with gas or playing. I think playing he, with fire. I guess. Is he like five nine? Does he, I mean, does he, like, tower over? Let's see. Lamorne. I hate. Yeah, he's, like, 5'8". I, I hate. I'm Jared Jerome. You are Jared Jerome. I hate meters so much. I know there's, like, some <laughs> metric things that make sense. Why is 1.78 make more sense? Why does it make more sense than saying someone's 5'8"? Five five, like, it's just so. Well, it's what you're easier. used to. Neither no, of them no, no, really no. make sense. No, no, no. They're, <laughs> they're, like, decibels to the third? It's absurd. Like, six feet. That means something. Seven feet, that means something. For them, it's like 187 and a half. That means something. Come well, on. I heard navigation instructions in yards the other day, and I mm-hmm. hated every second of it. Yeah, that sounds gross. It was horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we shouldn't support any football team, and we should just stick on our own island. It's possible. Yeah, maybe we're against these people. Maybe we hate football. Football, All right. you mean. <laughs> All right. Um, the winner for me... I think it's Jess because I think her situation was re- resolved. Like she wins, uh, she wins the point. She manipulated Schmidt and she wins from the council meeting. So I think she, I think she's the winner. Uh, she definitely wasn't the funniest to me. I think Schmidt was really funny for me. But mm-hmm. he's he's put it. He's walking away having humiliated himself at a council meeting and waiting by the phone for Fawn. So I can't give him the win. I got to give it to Jess. I think it's uh, totally fair. I think it's totally fair. Even though, because we don't feel, we don't care about the guy outside her apartment and all the construction and stuff. 
Well, she seems to like it because at first when I saw that scene, I was like, oh, so now the problem's just in the morning. But she like seems to have a lovely relationship with him. She's not bothered by it. Yeah. Here is the uh, Yosef Minute this week. It is soccer themed. So. Oh, wow. Um, I don't even know what it is. Uh, let me see. Hold on. Let's see. Oh, this isn't a Yosef Minute. This is like a Yosef 15 seconds. Yeah, well, that's what it should be. Okay. So, Yosef, we're rooting for Argentina in the World Cup. It's in penalty kicks now. What do you want me to do if Argentina wins? How should we celebrate? You should have kicked me. What does that mean? I'm not kicking you. What do you want me to do? You kick me like a soccer ball. I'm not kicking you like a soccer ball. It's very funny that you said you dunked Ella when she was a baby, and now you're he's saying kick me like a soccer ball. By the way, yeah, he asked, which is why I started the banana minute, because I thought it was the most insane thing any of my kids had ever said. <laughs> like, that was his idea for a celebration, was I should use him like a soccer ball and kick him. So, and he did, like, sort of make me pretend to do it, and then they did a big pile-on where they both, like, jumped on me because that's what the Argentinian team was doing. Spoiler alert. Love that. Finished the World Cup yet. But, yeah, so we did a pile-on. Um, yeah, they loved it. All right, let's skip the Gardner minute. We got to go. All right, plugs, Renap, check it out. I don't know what you did. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it was fine. Wait, can Passable. I do the Garns men or, or what's going on? I said we got to get out of here, but all right. We don't have to get out. I'm trying to be courteous of your time. Oh, I know. I, very pre I appreciate it, but I, I, I had, because we were about to do the Garden Minute before and then, then like, uh -huh. cut the episode nap, I do think one time we should do that, but maybe it wasn't today. Um, okay, hold on. Let me set a timer. All right. Here we go. Ready? Mm-hmm. I love a Garden's Minute. Here we go. Three, two, one. Now, I don't know if the U.S. Sun, as opposed to the regular Sun newspaper, is like a reliable news source but here we go jennifer garner considering big career move back by jj abrams in twist after x ben affleck linked to similar role do you want to guess what her big career move would be uh, pastry making mm, and you think and, and that was also a move that ben affleck had just considered <laughs> pastry making go ahead Jennifer Garner is seriously weighing a new <laughs> career in politics, a source has told the oh, US. Oh, Jesus. Hollywood Insider said that the alias star, 50, has the backing of Tinseltown heavyweights, such as power couple J.J. Abrams and his wife, Katie McGrath, who are urging her to go for it. That's pretty much how all politics And what's Ben Affleck running for? Mayor I, of Boston? I uh, well, hopefully we'll get to the article. She caught the political <laughs> bug a few years ago while campaigning Congress for funding of early childhood education for kids who live in poverty. She has a taste for politics, but she's an appealing person to all her friends, conservative uh, and liberal. You want to borrow from the next Garner Minute? Sure. All right. We'll, we'll, okay, we'll steal 30 seconds from the next Garner Minute. Okay, let me put 30 seconds on. We haven't done this in a while. This is fun. Mm -hmm. All right. Using 30 seconds. Here we go. Go ahead. All right. I'm going to answer the question, what, what Ben Affleck did. Here's the thing. Jen really wants to make the world a better place for her kids. She's reached the limit of how much she could do that as an actor, even producer. Her next step is going to be some kind of political run. She has a taste for it. It's ironic since when Jen and Ben got together, Em was talking about how Ben right, might run for a Georgia Senate seat. Who remembers that? I don't. She's on a board of trustees of the charity Save the Children. She testified in Congress. Florida, Georgia Senate seat. Yeah, Ben Affleck. We should really, yeah. Mess Magnets might need to deal, you know, dive into it or something. Yeah, paging Mess Magnets. By the way, Mets Magnets released merch. I thought it was fabulous merch. Yeah, go for it. You mess. Um, all right, so check out Mess Magnets, check out Mess Magnets merch, and check out Akiva on her nap. What were we talking about this week? Uh, the holiday movie. Oh, duh. Sorry. So, Sasha, speaking of Mess Magnets, wow, the synergy. We love it. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, and check out uh, Akiva plugging our soccer podcast on 32 Fans with right. Alex Chester this week. Mm -hmm. We got to do a second one. We haven't done it yet. Um, and uh, I'm doing the challenge. We were off last week, but we're back. Double episode this week. Were they off or were you just you off? We were off. Brian and I both had conflicts. We were laughing that, like, we made Thanksgiving work and we're making Christmas work, but we took off the week between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah, that is random. Um, so you've never done an episode with neither of you, because if he's not there, you'll find someone and vice versa. Right, and he told me he needed a sub, and I originally was like, that's fine, and then I was like, actually, I need... I'm just going to call it. I mean, we've done it with each of us recording on our own, but mm -hmm. we've never done an episode with neither of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you're worried maybe you'll get Wally pipped. I'm not 
not worried about it. It's just like, that's kind of rude. Like, hey, can you two people come in and do the whole pot? Like, normally when you're a guest, you don't have to guide the conversation. They've facilitated right. the questions. They've come oh, up. Like, you're telling me. I'm not even yeah, a guest. I don't even have to do that stuff. It's kind of a lot to ask somebody to, like, do your whole podcast for a week. That's true. Although we, the guest is the host on this show. But I hear what you're saying in general. That's true. Um, but you could check out check that out. Challenger Hap Ups. And I'm going to be a guest. Uh, Where? with, um, I, on post-show recaps theater hmm. with Grace and Ariel. What are you talking about? Uh, two of my favorite people in this world, in this community, and in mm -hmm. the world. I didn't know you were a, a Knives Out person. I wouldn't say I'm a Knives Out person. I saw Knives Out. I enjoyed it. And I like Ariel and Grace. Ah, and so, so, okay. So it's not your thing. You're just going on to talk about a movie. But it's not Is it like... anybody's thing? Is somebody yeah, I like some people really like Knives Out. Yeah, well, it's kind of funny because I did Clue with Josh when he was doing um, Push Recaps Theater. Now I think it's your thing. Uh, but that was picked by the audience. That wasn't even picked by me. But I liked it. Mm -hmm. I, I recommended I Propose Murder Mystery for the Wheel on Renap, and it got picked. Okay. So maybe it is. Maybe murder mystery comedies are my thing. There are worse things. All right, next week, Kiwi. Uh, well, people should subscribe. Anchor.fm slash new girl old guy. Click through to your podcatcher of choice. Uh, give us a review if you want on iTunes. Apparently they do that on Spotify. I've never known how to check it. Um, you could follow us on Twitter at Keeve26. You can follow me at Lash Tweets. Uh, you can ask your questions at Lash Tweets in the pin tweet. Okay. Yes. Keevy, ready? I should have given you time to think while I did those plugs, but I didn't. Season yeah. four, episode 13, next week. It's called Coming Out. Coming out. Who's coming out? Someone's coming out. Um, coming. Hmm. I don't really sing on this podcast. That's more of a challenge thing. Coach? I'm going to say Goes In You comes out. Like, as gay? I guess. And then it's the end of the relationship or something. Okay. Uh, I actually, I think I know what this is about, but I want to just check because I'm curious. Uh, yeah. Well... I think this is guessable, and it's misleading. This isn't about coming out. This isn't about sexuality, but it ah. is about coming out. Okay. Well, I don't want to be spoiled. I'll find that next week. All right. Let's see uh, next week a new girl, old guy. Bye, Keith. Bye. See you. I don't want to be you. Ali and Akiva going to talk a TV show and maybe Jenny Garner, so don't go any farther. Akiva and Ali, all the 